1: Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host TV TPFL. It's Monday. It's July seventeenth. It is twenty twenty three. We have ten baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. I'm joined by my good buddy Will Priester, Chief Justice. So six, Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much brother.
2: It's uh, it was a, a pretty good weekend. I um, man, I was I was one golfer away. And a couple, couple different bills here from like blowing it wide open this weekend. Just oh, Stevie just couldn't quite get across the finish line for the big one, but still, still profitable and uh, very, very grateful to be here and come on, you know, for another week opening morning grind and hang out with you. And so uh, should be should be mm-hmm. a fun one. And, and like that, let me take these glasses off. I forgot that's a, a clerical error for the pitching staff. I, I'm kidding, but uh i forgot about that glare but it does help my eyes
1: <laughs> we got a a nice little 10 gamer here monday's you know coming back from the weekend i talk about it all the time i don't play dfs baseball on the weekends fully focused on nascar on the weekends so um coming back on the monday and getting 10 games it's like we're right back in the the thick of things here we usually um have these nice little like six or seven game slates on mondays ease us back in but um yeah. No such thing today. 10 games. Um, crush the NASCAR streets this weekend is what I hope I'm saying on tomorrow's podcast. Race move to Monday. No Sunday race this week. So hoping that we get the race in on Monday. The weather looks a lot better on Monday. So hopefully that happens. Um, excited for the race to happen. But uh, yeah, I mean, I get day racing and night baseball um that's a great way to spend a monday hanging out with my good buddy chief and uh, what's up youtube hope you're having a fantastic weekend hope you're having a fantastic sunday night if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to the Roto grinders morning grind youtube page that way you can be like bobby Derek, and todd and come hang out with us live uh during the show so Let's uh let's jump right in. We got a lot to cover, a lot to talk about. We got Cleveland at Pittsburgh. We have it, sounds like Curry is going to pitch. Um, I don't know how much we really expect him to pitch. It looks like it's a bullpen game for Cleveland Guardians today. He did um throw two days ago, he threw an inning, so um. Don't expect him to go too deep here. And then we got Quinn Priester, um, uh, the nephew of Will uh, Priester, Chief Justice of Six. <laughs> um, Will, are we touching this Cleveland situation at all? It looks like it's going to be a, a full-on bullpen type of game unless we get some news. Yeah, I don't think
2: we can. Even if it wasn't – Curry's 8900 that's like way too expensive for – A guy that probably wasn't going to go past sixty pitches anyway. I I I think. Any any either way, um, I I don't think we can get in on this situation at all.
1: Quinn Priester on the other side of this game, um, big curveball. Everything I've read about him, big curveball. Um, we'll see how that kind of pans out here. Um, he is one of the, if not the top pitching prospect in the pirates organization he's um i think 21 or 22 years old he's fully stretched out he's been pitching um in a starting role in triple triple a this season he's thrown 87 innings already he my my issue will is he has a great curveball his fastball is okay um his changeup is okay I don't know if he's good enough to be a low strikeout Cleveland team. Um, what are your thoughts on Priester at 7K?
2: Yeah, that's those are kind of my sentiments as well. Um, here's what I will say, Stevie, and this is this is more of a general statement, not necessarily completely about this slate. I'm expecting this guy to be good. For whatever reason, Pittsburgh has been able to develop pitchers like no other organization I've I've seen really, but they all leave. Like last now, um, oh gosh, Tyon, uh, Tyon, um, heck! I mean, he, he just uh, Garrett Cole. Like like the, the list goes on and on. <laughs> and so I, I'm assuming Mitch Keller is going to be gone at some point because it, all the good pitchers just they're out of there. Um, with that being said, I'm with you. Um, I don't think I can play Priester today. I probably should just, just, just for the novelty of it. Maybe, maybe I, I'll make a novelty Quinn priester lineup today. But outside of that, I don't. I don't think I'm going to play.
1: Yeah, um, we'll have to see. Uh, it's a like for like a for real first look for me um usually i'll look at a slate i was on xm before um coming on the morning grind so i really haven't had a chance to like dig into the slate so it's like a it's a real first look for me today um so i haven't dug into a lot of like the pitching um so he he's borderline right now we'll see um i'll give my general thoughts on pitching at the end of the slate as we get going here yeah uh, bats in this game, anything jumping off the page to you here for Cleveland? Well,
2: I, I think this is a situation where we have a young pitcher coming up. I kind of always do this, especially if they're not like Todd Bradley or something like guys that have had like, I mean, just massive strikeout stuff. Um, I'm probably going to stack Cleveland in a couple lineups just in case he gets shelled today and just, just doesn't have it. Um, but that's the only reason why. Other than that, I'm not, like, incredibly interested in the Cleveland Indians, uh, Guardians, excuse
1: me. Uh, we all make mistakes. I say that all the time. Um, Ramirez is kind of pricey at 5,900. Um, if you want to play him and, you know, maybe, like, a Will Brennan, Josh Naylor, a little, like, three-man combo. Um, I don't think I'm full stacking here. Um, I, I do like the potential of facing a young pitcher that has not – really proved himself yet and then like Bo Naylor is someone I expect a much better second half from um, talented prospect and I he's someone that I, I really think that we talk about like young rookies uh young players I don't know if he's considered a rookie or not because he played a little bit last year's it was, is it was very small but Um, he's like one of these guys that I feel like he's talented. He's a top 50 baseball prospect. He has raw power. He has some speed. He's someone that really shows up in the second half of the season. If the guardians are going to make a push for the playoffs here. Um, so don't mind Bo Naylor as like a cheap catcher. Um, even if I'm not full or stacking this team, um, Pittsburgh bats. I mean, it's a bullpen game. I hate bullpen games. Um, Man, I don't know. I'm not. I don't love it. I, I don't love it. Like, yeah, maybe Swazinski. I, I don't ever hate playing him or Reynolds, but I hate bullpen games, especially from a, from an offensive standpoint of a team that doesn't typically have a huge ceiling in a ballpark that kind of limits ceiling. Will I just I can't get excited about playing the Pittsburgh Bats here?
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm not – and when I say sold, I'm not saying like Pittsburgh is like the bottom of the barrel this year because they're not. Um, but I'm with you. You talked about the bullpen situation. You know, they're probably going to see – I'd say what, probably at least four to five different pitchers today, Steve, if I had to tally it up. At least – probably like one per inning. I mean, one per every two innings is what I've kind of got in my head.
1: I don't know if Curry four is five. more than one. I mean, yeah.
2: That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that, that middle relief guy is probably going to go two or three. What are you saying? I mean, I, I don't know how they're going to do it. But bottom line is that that's kind of. I'm with you. They're going to be off kilter all game. I, I don't. I don't see a reason to load up here.
0: Yeah, it's
1: kind of, kind of where I'm at. And honestly, I, I was looking at it. Um, they the Pirates haven't had a break since the All Star. Um, break in general so i don't know why they're using a bullpen game it seems like they'd have guys ready but who knows i'm not a coach uh dodgers and orioles where we go next nine and a half total pick em game we have um rodriguez going up against shaheen uh any interest here in emmett shaheen shahan shahan maybe
2: <clears throat> yeah I don't, I don't think so um I mean, look, excuse me. so sorry. Uh, Baltimore, I mean, they've been a, a pretty good offense this season. Um, and so I, uh, I, I'm i just – I'm going to pass. Baltimore's at home. I mean, they, they've got bats galore now, Stevie, and so they, they can really – they can punish you. And uh, I haven't seen anything from Shahan that uh, suggests he's going to blow people away, not, not just yet. And so on the road – Baltimore's hitting well. I'm going to pass.
1: Yeah, I think this is a pass spot for me as well. Um, This lineup's really good. A lot of power in this lineup. Henderson finally started hitting. O'Hearn's having a very underrated season. Um, Hayes is capable of hitting right east, Santander, Rutschman. I mean, there's enough here uh, for me to say, you know, I'm not super excited about the matchup. Um, So I think I'll stay away. Uh, Rodriguez on the other side of this game, 8,300. He really hasn't shown the ability to go out and dominate a team. He pitched really well against Detroit a couple weeks ago, but overall, um, I don't love Rodriguez at 8,300 against the Dodgers.
2: Yeah. I'm going to pass here. I think we'll have some spots like Grayson has had. I think long-term he's going to be fine. Um, Baltimore is another team that seems to be having a great year with their young pitchers. Um, and If they can get him rolling, but they don't want to, and in my opinion, Steve, they don't really want to pitch him a whole lot this season anyway. Like they'll probably send him back down again, probably just to limit his innings with the big club. Um, all that to say, yeah, I'm not playing Grayson today against the Dodgers. Like this is this is gonna be a really tough spot.
1: Yeah, he really struggled in his first MLB stint. Um, we'll see how it. We'll see how it kind of plans plays out, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, he he kind of struggled um, in that first. Control game. issues.
2: He can't like get the six innings.
1: Yeah, control issues against the Dodgers not good. Um, yeah. Outside of Muncy <laughs> and Martinez and Altman, I don't think anybody oh, else man. has a strikeout rate over eighteen percent. So, um, not a team you typically want to mess with when you're having control issues. Yeah. Dodgers bats they're in Baltimore they're on the road you get them for nine um any interest in the Dodgers here
2: I, I like it Stevie I mean this is probably they're expensive and, and you're gonna have to pay uh, on a slate where I do feel like pitching leaves a little bit to be desired today kind of across the board the guys up top are maybe guys that you wouldn't necessarily pay this much for generally uh, maybe outside of Lazardo, but he's kind of been in that higher 9k range um I, I think this is a spot where we can load up on these bats. Like I said, they're expensive. You got to make some decisions. Um, I, I would probably be all over the Freddie Friedman train today at 6,200. Um, of course, you know, my favorite cheap batter. Uh, I mean, man, is he going to play? I don't know. And that's such for me. Um, it'd be nice if he's in the lineup because Jason Hayward at 2,900 would have been right there. Peralta's 32 out 34 Like they do have some cheap bats, so I still think you can make it work, but generally speaking, Steve, I, I think this is one of the top stacks on the day in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Hayward, um, left the game early on Sunday. Um, they did Finger. say it was like, yeah, he had something with like neck or I don't know. Um,
2: I thought it was his finger. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see. I I
1: thought it was like a stinger. Um, Stinger with an S. Yes,
2: it was a stinger.
1: Yeah. So he, I don't know. Um, We'll have to see if he even makes the trip or not. But uh, Muncie... And he has been so inconsistent. He hits a home run or strikes out a bunch. Um, I don't hate him in a matchup against a control, like a pitcher that struggles with control, but uh, Dodgers definitely in play. They're expensive. I would probably stack them if I'm playing the Dodgers today. Um, Baltimore side of this game, Mullins is kind of banged up. He left um, Saturday's game, did not play Sunday. We'll see if he's back. But overall, I think it's a good spot for the Dodgers. Um, the advanced stats say this kid's hittable. And this is a team where I think the Orioles um, can put up some runs. Yeah. And
2: I think, you know, you mentioned O'Hearn. Like, I, this, this is a – if I a sneaky good spot for him, you talked about Gunnar Henderson, like – and just the way he's been hitting. Being close to the top of the lineup at times has really seemed to help him. Um, at 4,700, I'm in on him. Um You've got uh, Santander at 4,500. Another guy that Frazier's been playing a little bit more, so he's on the cheap end. So this is—I like this team, Stevie. I think this is a, a interesting little spot for a team that really doesn't have anyone over 5K right now. Whereas you know we, we're we used to getting Mullers at 5,200 and some of these other guys. Um, well, Rutgers 5,100, but that's it. So I, I I like the the Baltimore Orioles as well
1: and i think something that people kind of forget is just how bad the dodgers bullpen has been over the last couple months um they've been a bottom 10 bullpen on the season so i think the stack is super playable here for baltimore i think they have some upside um i hate this ballpark but i mean i like the matchup
2: yeah
1: san francisco at cincinnati we're going to the great american small park nine and a half total um Webb against Williamson, the Giants, a 150 favorite here. 56, 156. Webb getting uh, some respect today. He is. Logan Webb coming off of a game where he just absolutely dominated the Rockies. Complete game. Shutout, 10 strikeouts, 103 pitches. Um, that is what we call a fantastic start. Any interest in Webb going up against the Reds here?
2: Man, Stevie, this is a this this is kind of a tough. Spot for me in terms of the overall decision because Webb is a guy that is going to go out, he's going to get ground balls. Like, I don't think he's going to get shelled. Um, but you you can't expect 10 and 11 strikeouts from Logan Webb on a consistent like that's not who he is. And so, you're asking me to pay 10 8 against one of the better young offenses in, in baseball right now, and I, I know. I know that Corbin Burns has come out and dominate this team earlier this week. I don't think Webb is quite Corbin Burns. I think I'm gonna fade Webb today, Stevie. It's just the price. Like I think he's I think he's a thousand dollars too 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 expensive. And I think the offenses are gonna matter a little bit more to me in the end. Do I think Webb has a good game? Yes. But I, I, it feels too expensive to me. And that's that's why I'm gonna take the fade. It's got nothing to do with his with his skills.
1: And, you know, we were on the show Friday together. We were talking about uh, Burns and how he just seemed like he was underpriced. Well, it's yeah. the exact opposite with Logan Webb. He's coming off of a, a ceiling game. Um, but this is a guy that lives in that, like, 20 to 25 range. He'll have good games from time to time where he'll go out and dominate the offense. The Rockies stink. Um, they're one of the worst, if not the worst, teams in baseball and when you consider And the
2: game is with Seattle. Like, yeah. they strike out against everybody.
1: Yeah. So, I mean – Cincinnati is a middle-of-the-road offense. Um, they have a ton of young talent. They're going to free swing. Um, I mean, there is upside in facing this lineup. If Webb is 9,500 here, we're, the conversation yeah. is completely different. Um, yes. He's expensive. We have some cheap bats so far that we've gone through. We'll, I'm sure we'll find some other cheap bats that we like. I think he's playable. I don't know if I get there in a three-inch or max Um Williamson on the other side of this game. Love lefties against the Giants. Um, I've talked about this. I feel like all season this team just continues to struggle. They're a bottom 10 team. Um, they have had the ability lately to get a lot more right-handed heavy. I don't want to play Williamson. Um, do you have any interest in him? No,
2: just because I don't, I'm not sure – what they're going to do with Williamson. Like a lot of the pitchers with the Reds, I've kind of had a good feel for how they're going to handle them. But Stevie, his production is kind of all over the place. And I'm saying like, we've got over a month of like if you, 78 pitches, 86 pitches, 67 pitches, 86, 59, and nothing was going wrong. That Washington game, he was fine. It just, I don't know. So I, I can't play him for that reason.
1: Yeah. I mean, his strikeout rate has been a little bit better here recently. Um he has a little bit of upside as far as like his his pitch mix and his strikeout ability. But again, like what you said, like his pitch count. Um Ooh. he's he's thrown over ninety pitches twice and he hasn't thrown over ninety pitches since the beginning of last month. So um I just worry about the overall upside. Let's talk Giants bats. Um I mean great ballpark upgrade. One of the best ballparks you, you can get, um, upgrade wise for the giants here. So JD Davis is one of my favorite hitters on this slate. He's 4,300. He's not a pinch hit risk. He's going to stay in the game for them. Um, whether righty or lefty comes in after that, also like Bailey at catcher Slater should hit lead off. But as soon as a righty comes in, you might get pinch hit for, for Jock Peterson. So there's some risk there. I like the giants today. I hate how you have to kind of navigate the pinch hit risk. Cause I mean, Wilmer Flores is going to crack the lineup today. Does he get pinch yeah. hit four if, if Wade doesn't start, like there's yeah. so much downside to playing some of these guys. Um, well, there's one more person that I wanted to mention. Um Matias, Luis Matos, um, 2,800. He has been starting against some righties. So if he drew the start here, um, I don't think he gets pinch hit four. So that's always a good note to make.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm with you, Steve. That's kind of how I feel about the Giants. And it really sucks because they've got some cheaper bats in a really good situation today. But like you talked about, in, in a in a general sense, Wilma Flores is a guy, even at first, we probably would have played him today. Like especially if they, if we knew we were all going to stay in the game, but I'm with you. I'm I'm very unsure about what's going to happen now. And I don't I don't I don't know if they're going to play Flores and Wade together. I'm not sure. So I I'm probably going to stay away from the Giants, and I don't want to. But I I don't think I could stomach two at bats today in Great American, knowing we can get stuff in other spots.
1: Uh, any interest in the Reds? Going up against Webb here?
2: No, I, I don't think I'm going to play the Reds today. But that's just because I think he's going to limit the damage. Like even if he doesn't get ten strikeouts today, Steve, he still probably gets five or six, and uh, and, and I, I believe he limits their potential. I don't think he, I don't think they score more than two or three runs on him at, at best.
1: Yeah, I don't get to I don't get to the Reds in like a three inch or max. If you're playing 150. I think you could leave the reds in your player pool every single day right now uh, because of the yep. ceiling that and their ownership is going to be fantastic. Um, so, I, I mean, in that aspect, sure, but they're expensive facing a good pitcher that limits damage um, so much downside to playing the reds at their prices on the slate. Miami at St. Louis, eight and a half total in this game. The Cardinals are one twenty favorite. We got our boy Miles Mikolas going up against Jesus Lazardo. Uh Lazardo's closing in on my my season long prop of 155 and a half strikeouts. So uh um, where is he at right now? To be he's exact. at one twenty nine. So Ooh. hoping he can continue to stay healthy. Um hope I didn't just jinx him, but uh, let's talk Casey Lazardo. He has been phenomenal. He has been pitching so good. He just dominated this team on July 4th. Will, what are we doing with Lazardo at 10-2 against the Cardinals?
2: I mean, so so in his case, this is a guy that has consistently put up the strikeout stuff, Stevie, right? So oh, this, yeah, he, isn't, yeah. this isn't well. Um At 10-2, I think I'm in. Um, the other thing, too, Stevie – That I like about Lazardo, like from a real life perspective. So his problem was control all the past couple years. Like he's fixed that problem. His walk rate is, I mean, is very low compared to where he's been. I mean, I think he's around six, seven percent. It's like it's low. Um,
1: Three percent lower than last year.
2: Right. Like that, that's great improvement. Could you imagine? Oakland would be elated to have him right now heading to Vegas. They'd be. Jumping for joy. I know he's not there. He's with Miami. I said all that to say absolutely I'm in on Jesus Lazardo at 10-2. We're good. And Stevie, I think I think you've got plenty enough starts. Uh you know, as long as he doesn't get injured, like I I, I think you're gonna be running to the bank, my friend.
1: Yeah, um was just talking about how I bet the Cardinals at twenty-five to one to win their division uh during the all-star break tough matchup here. Lizardo is great. Um, I do think the Cardinals are a good offense. They have been struggling. I just, man, I'm not, I'm not even messing with the Cardinals today. I like Lazardo a lot. I think this yeah. is a very talented young pitcher and we're, we're finally seeing him healthy, get a full shake and just absolutely dominate teams. So, yeah. um, definitely interested in Lizardo. Mikolas on the other side, love pitching um, pitchers against Miami. But, man, this guy just hasn't shown any upside um, to throw here. It's Stevie.
2: And I think the other thing this season is his pitching style is pitch to contact, get out, and that's not happening. Like, he's getting hit this season. Like, we've seen him, like, get destroyed in some of these matchups. And Miami, in my opinion – isn't the same team where you can just go and say, "Eh, let's just pick on Miami. Like, you kind of got to pick and choose a little bit because, you know, when you got Luis Arias out there, you know, Gene Segura, like, they got a couple guys you got to kind of take seriously and pitch around. They still got some guys that are going to strike out. But Mikolas, he wants to pitch the contact more and strike guys out anyway. I'm not playing Miles Mikolas today. I actually like the Miami offense.
1: 10 game slate i mean we don't want to play play a pitcher that's going to try to pitch contact on a big slate like this yeah i do think like picking on miami is still a thing uh but i think you have to have a guy that can go out and dominate offense um so let's talk miami bats i know you just said that you have uh some interest in them what are you looking here for miami
2: yeah give me de la cruz give me Sanchez, give me, uh, give. And look, Arias is five K now, Steve. Like, I think that's probably a little bit too expensive, considering he's like heavy contact. But if I'm stacking, them, I'm going to play him. Like, give me Guriel. I'm just going to stack this team because what I've seen is if, if for whatever reason Miles Mikolas doesn't have it today, Miami's going to score five, to eight runs out of nowhere, and you're probably going to want some exposure. So. Um, I, I, like I said, I've seen enough miles weakness this season to know that he, he's ve- he's been very hittable. And so I'm, I'm going to be stacking the Marlins, hoping that they can pile up some runs on him.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm not, like I said, I'm not as high on Miami today as you. Um, I like Soler a lot. I can see myself playing him as like a, a one-off play. If I need some value, I don't mind Dane Myers. Um, he got called up. He's been hitting the ball really well. Uh, since he got called up, it's a pitch-to-contact situation, so I, I definitely don't mind looking at Dane Myers, who's really cheap. If I want to add, like, a third piece here, it'd probably be, like, a middle infielder type of play. Um, just a, who's ever in the lineup that's maybe cheap. Uh, St. Louis side of this one, man, I, I love the how Lizardo's been attacking offenses this year. It would be a stack or fade spot for me. Yeah,
2: I'm going to fade. I'm, I'm going to trust Lazardo here and uh, leave, leave the St. Louis offense on the shelf.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I am much more interested in Lizardo. Um, it's more of like if you are playing the Cardinals today, I think you have to stack them. I think that's the way that you approach the Cardinals. Um, you could take a one-off Goldschmidt or Arenado and chase a home run, but I think if you're playing St. Louis, you're just saying, hey, Lazardo's going to have an off day. I love the game theory aspect of it because I think is going to get some ownership. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's how you have to approach the Cardinals is just, hey, I'm going I'm to play the game theory stack here and hopefully it works out. I hope it doesn't. I'm going to be playing Lazardo.
2: Yeah.
1: Tampa Bay at Texas, two of the best offenses in baseball this year. Uh, eight and a half total. The Rays, a 120 favorite. McClanahan going up against Dunning. McClanahan's 11-6. Um, he's coming back from the IL. He went on the IL July 1st. Um, It was like back tightness. The all-star break was right around the corner. I don't know if this was like a real, like full on, like he was hurt kind of situation. I wouldn't be shocked if he gets limited here just because he was getting limited before he went on the IL. I think McClanahan at 11, six is just too expensive for his expected pitches.
2: Yeah, Stevie, there's no way on God's screen I thought I'm playing Shane McClanahan today. Yeah. I guess one of the best offenses in baseball and a guy that, you know, they just kind of don't want past 100. He's 11'6". He's not – They don't want to pass
1: 70 right
2: now. I know. (laughs) He's been out for two
1: weeks, and I'm pretty sure if – I'm pretty sure I read um, correctly he did not make a rehab start. Um, So –
2: yeah, I, I you could forget it. Like, if you would ask me what are we doing with McClanahan initially, my answer is going to be no. But you asked me a, such a great, open ended question, I had to give some, some true <laughs> analysis. But I, I am not playing Shane McClanahan in any stretch today, like at all.
1: Yeah, too expensive. Um, fully stretched out McClanahan, we'd be talking. Uh, the he's super, he's uber talented, but not not even getting 80 pitches i would pay 11.6 for him today
2: yeah
1: uh dane dunning i've played dane dunning at times this year i'm not playing him against the rays um this is one of uh, again like we have teams that are ranked inside the top three facing each other offensively um tampa texas and atlanta have been the three best offensive teams this year so uh we're not playing dunning Let's talk no. bats. Um, Tampa is a little pricey, but this is one of my lower lower owned stacks, I think, um, that people might not play because of pricing. I hope they don't play. I like Tampa a lot today, Will.
2: Yeah, me too, man. I'm with you. Uh, Brandon Lowe still 4,200. I know. Look, I know he has a strikeout rate right through the roof. I get it. But if I'm stacking Tampa Bay, he's in there. I, I just I, I don't see fading him at, at this particular price. Um, we're probably going to get,
0: um, uh, uh, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
2: I want to say Raleigh, Raleigh, I think he, you know, he'll probably be somewhere at the top of the order again, hopefully at 4,400. He's in Harold, Harold, Ramirez has been hitting. He, they've been giving him, I think the DH uh, designation. I think they've given him the designated hitter a couple of times. If he comes back out at 3,500, I'm in on that. But I think the big boy here for me, it's Wanda Franco, uh, at 6k stacking this team and i'm in um and i know he hasn't had like a huge performance recently but he's just got upside man and a very low strikeout guy so uh love this team you know randy's there as well if i had to choose between him and randy i think i'm going Franco over randy um but that's just that's just me
1: yeah try to pay up for two or three of these big bats then kind of go to the mid tier for two or three, um, depending on how you build it out. But yeah, I love, 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 love this spot for Tampa today. They're one of my favorite stacks on the slate. Um, Texas, I mean, you're getting, okay, here's my, here's my problem with Texas, right? McClanahan at 60 or 70 pitches is, is a tough face for anybody. Um, Then you're getting a Tampa bullpen that is a top 10 bullpen in baseball. Um, I love Texas as a team. Uh, They're a team that I play a lot. I'm on the fence today. Um, I think it's another one of those situations where if I'm playing them, I stack them because I I love the ceiling. But I don't know if I get to them on a three-entry max build.
2: Oh, yeah, I get it. I get the three-entry max. But to me, Texas is like Atlanta at this point. You stack them every day against everybody. And that, that's how I'm going to approach uh, the Texas Rangers. And then Stevie, if McClanahan's not right, they may be able to tee off on him a little bit early. Like, you know, uh, so Simeon 6,100. If I got to choose between Simeon and Garcia, I'm probably going to take Simeon just because of the, the, the lower strikeout rate. Um, gosh, man, this team's been so good. They got Heim. Uh, Seager, 6,500, lefty, lefty. Se- Seager might be the sneakiest, expensive batter on the slate today, Stevie, because he's lefty, lefty against McClanahan, who's probably going to be limited, and he's very expensive. And so I don't think, like, straight up I'd play Wanda Franco over him, but, like, from a theory perspective, I think Seager's probably the sneakiest shortstop play on the slate, one of the most expensive and doesn't have the platoon advantage. So I I wouldn't be stacking Texas without Segui today for what
1: it's worth. Uh, Duran, he keeps hitting left-handed pitching really well. He's having a phenomenal year against lefties. He has a 300 ISO, 450 Woba against left-handed pitching this year. Washington at Chicago taking on the Cubs. Um, there is a total out. It's eight. So I assume with that type of total, we don't have to really worry about wind in Wrigley today. Uh, the Cubs, the 146 favorite. We got Gore and Smiley facing off against each other. Uh, any interest here in Mackenzie Gore?
2: So, Stevie, this is, in my opinion, and hear me out, I know approaching the break, we just kind of saw him get beat up a little bit. And so I, I get it. I understand it. But what I will say is this might be the sneakiest upside play on the slate for pitching because we have seen Mackenzie Gore have some big strikeout games this season. I love Gore for tournaments. Like if I'm in three entry max, maybe I get to him in one for the upside, but in mass multi-entry, Steve, this is probably my favorite pitch on the slate, but it's just purely an upside play. Cause he's absolutely get destroyed here. But I think he's got incredible upside. The strikeout rate's been there. Uh I, I like Gore
1: today. I'm actually with you. I like Mackenzie Gore today as well. Uh, big strikeout pitcher against a team that strikes out at a huge clip, 25% yeah. against left-handed pitching this year. So, yeah, I like this spot. Um, I could easily see it going up in flames. So I'm with you. I think he's more of a tournament play. I probably get him on, like, one of three of my builds today. Yep, that's, um, yep, that's where I'm at. Yeah, so, I mean, I just – I like the upside. You know, I think the ceiling is high, and I think this is a good upside spot for him. The other side of this game, Drew Smiley. Um, I kind of like the Washington side of this game. If I was gonna bet this game, you know, Washington, the money lines plus one twenty four. Cubs Ooh. are a better team. Um, a little tasty
2: though. Plus yeah, one. yeah, little,
1: little yeah, a little tasty. I'm with you. Um, I don't want to play Drew Smiley against Washington. As bad as this team has been this season, um, they're bottom five against right handed pitching. They're actually eighth in WRC+. They strike out. Their strikeout rate is tied for the best uh, with Cleveland. Or the second best, Houston has the best. My bad, I missed that. I don't want to play Smiley today. I don't see any upside. He hasn't been pitching good. Um, I kind of like the Washington side of this game.
2: Stevie, that's been the case all season. This is probably <laughs> one of the most perplexing situations for an offense I've seen in a long time. They don't strike out a lot. They just don't score a lot of runs. Like, them, Arizona, uh, Cleveland, like, just, just don't play pitchers against them most of the time, and you're going to be fine. If they're K-props, you just take the unders. Like, long-term this season, you've made plenty of money if you just took the unders on Washington, Cleveland, and Arizona. Like, Steve, you've made plenty of money. And I'm going to continue that theory today. No way I'm getting in on Drew Smiley. And that is, and I am in no way saying that Washington is going to light him up. I'm saying he doesn't have any upside. And so I I'm not playing Drew Smiley
1: today. Yeah, I just don't see the upside as well. Um yeah, it's not, like it's not even like Drew Smiley has been pitching really good or anything. Um yeah. His last 30-day numbers are atrocious. His ISO is almost 300 as well 450 50% hard hit over the last 30 days. Like I I kind of like the Nationals today. Um Listen, I got I got a bet that I love is it Lane Thomas? I know he's expensive, but man, no, he has crushed left-handed pitching this year.
2: It's not Lane. I, I do like Lane, but I, I like Vanessa's today at, at thirty-six hundred. I think he's a sneaky little, little, little play, Stevie. We we might hear him again later today. If you look before you All-Star break, he was starting. To, you know, put put together some some nice games. So he's actually for the price, Stevie. I think at thirty-six hundred, he's a really good play today. Um, so I did want to want to mention him. I, I'm with you on Lane. Uh, he's in the mix as well. I don't think I'd get the stack in Washington for what it's worth, Stevie. I do think I, I will be one-offing them, and I do think Manessas and Lane Thomas, uh, for me, are going to be some guys that, that I'm interested in putting the one-off tag on. Like, for sure, uh, those guys, I, I want to get get some exposure to them.
1: Yeah, I, gosh, I kind of like the Washington mini stack. I don't know if I'm, I'm with I, you. I don't know if I – Fully stack them.
2: I like the mini. Like I can cause you can get Lane and Manessis. Like they're probably going to be batting first and third or you know first and fourth or something like that. I, Riley I like Adams at things.
1: catcher. Um, he is definitely one of my favorite catcher plays today. Like Riley Adams is someone that has a ton of upside. Um, he is crushing lefties. If he tracks the lineup today, like he has a 325 ISO, 470 Woba against lefties, Stone Garrett. Has been great against lefties this Jimmy, year. Don't do this.
2: Do not sell me on mm-hmm. actually full stacking this team. Today. I
1: don't know. I don't know if I'm full stacking oh. them still. It might be one of those like types of stacks where you build like a 4-4 type of stack. Um, oh, man. I definitely could see like three. Um, I want to see who's in the lineup, man. Abrams has been hitting the ball great he's here recently. Yeah, dude. I. It's the
2: I prices. Know. like. Yeah. You know what, Stevie? I'm, I'm gonna say I think you sold me. I, I think I'll get to at least three. I'll leave it at that. I think at these prices, you can, like if you want to get the Dodgers, if you wanna get Texas, if you wanna get a sneaky Cincinnati stack with all these expensive guys, like you might need these three K guys to make it work. I you have now sold me, sir. Thank with
1: you. like the the flexibility of like a Tampa stack, you could go Tampa, yeah. Washington and still get good pitching. Um, yeah, I like it. So like Washington. Candelario needs another day off. Um, <laughs> that, that opens up a lot if he takes another day off. Yeah, so because then Vargas would play again. Vargas has been good against lefties this year, so another cheap bat. I like Washington. Yeah. Um, other side, cubbies. I'm gonna Here's fake the-, the Cubs today for real. Yeah, so I'm 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 not on the same page with you here. Um more of just like the Cubs like if Gore is not pitching well, the Cubs have upside against left-handed pitching. Um uh, Morell, Bellinger, Lefty Lefty's been great, young Gomes another catcher play that has some upside. Uh Nico Horner is someone that hits left-handed pitching well. Um I mean both catchers, whether it be Amaya, if he's I don't even know if he's still up with the big league club, but um He's been hitting left-handed pitching well this year. Is he still? Yeah, he's still up. Yeah, so, man, I I don't know if this is a fade spot by any means. I like the over in this game. Why is this game total so low? Um, eight total seems off. Is there wind? I got to check. Now I got to make sure there's no wind. Maybe some in Seven little. mile an hour blowing across the field. But oh, yeah, so that's
2: basically no wind at Wrigley.
1: <laughs> seven, 74 degrees. I mean – I I don't know why this game totals low. Uh but yeah, I think I think mini stacking the Cubs is definitely in play. I don't know if I full five man stack them. Um you know, Swanson, man. Ah, uh, Swanson if he was off the IL, this would be a fantastic spot for him too, but yeah, I like I like looking at some of these Cubs bats. Um I didn't even mention Wisdom. He is big power against lefties.
2: Yeah. Oh, I get it, Stevie. I, for me, it's one of those spots where do I think the Cubs are going to really tee off and I don't, I think McKenzie has more upside than the Cubs. And that's why, that's why I'm going to, in a sense, I'm going to kind of go all in on Gore and fade the Cubs today. And that's just, that's just how I'm going to attack the slate. Um, I definitely think, I don't think Gore gets out completely clean, but if Gore gives me six eight K's and gives up three runs. Like I'm perfectly fine.
1: All right. Moving on. We got four games left. We're cruising along here. We got two of the worst offenses in baseball facing off against each other. Oh, if you're in Kansas city and you want to watch bad baseball, Detroit (laughs) at Kansas city, nine and a half total in this game, the Tigers are a one thirty four favorite Manning and Lyles facing off against each other. Yep. Will tell me why I shouldn't have interest in Matt Manning at sixty eight hundred against Kansas City. Uh
2: because he's not Matt Scherzer. And that's the only that's the only uh comical uh reason I can give you. I know that Zach Efflin went out here and made a mockery of me today and uh did not get the job done against Kansas City. That's just water under the bridge. it's, it's you have to just play the long DFS, game. DFS,
1: man, short memory.
2: Yeah, yeah. I Matt Manning, uh, it's, I'm playing him. It's just, it's just as simple as that. I've seen Kansas City just get crushed by pitching. I've seen them strike out so much. Today was just in, on, the, on the previous set with Eflin. That's just an anomaly. If Eflin had to face this team again today, I think he'd get the strikeouts he needed and, and have a nice outing. I, uh, I'm i rolling with Manning big time here today at 6,800. And as you can see, Stevie, this is shaping up to be a slate where I'm going to be playing some cheap pitchers and expensive offenses. Uh, at least that's how I see it outside of Lazardo. Really like Manning today against Kansas City. Um,
1: In chat really quick um... – they asked why Scoble doesn't start. He's coming back from a big elbow injury and they're very, he is like a future player for this team. They're not, they're not going to push him anytime soon. Um,
2: and he's pitched well in his limited outings too. He's been, he's been fine.
1: Yeah. This is a guy they, they wanted to stick around for a long, long time. So they limited his innings a little bit last year came, he's coming back from the elbow injury. Um, And I
2: think that's the right call with him, too. I
1: really do. When your team is as bad as this team, why risk any injury to a guy? So, But, yeah, Scoble, I think he might start by the end of the season. I don't know if he does. They might just throw him 70, 80 pitches every start. Um, So we'll see. But I just wanted to answer that. I do have interest in Manning. He's too cheap facing Kansas City. Um, like you said, I mean, you just gotta, you gotta have a short memory when it comes to DFS. I could see Manning going like 16 to 20 fantasy points here. I think that's fine at 6,800. Uh, Jordan Lyles on the other side of this game, he stinks. Um, I don't care who he's facing. I'm not playing him.
2: Yeah. Steve, I'm so glad you mentioned that. I am not. And I mean heavy N.O.T. playing Jordan Lyles
1: today. Yeah, he's not good. Um, yeah, sixteen percent case, two thirty-five ISO, three forty Woba. Um, I mean, I could keep going. I don't have to. He's not good. The days of Jordan Lyles being good are over. Um, good for him. Good for him. Let's talk bats. Any interest in the Detroit bats here?
2: Um. So, what I think I do with Detroit, Stevie, is while I I, I understand they're not in the lead offense, like I think I stacked Detroit today because that's how you're going to get to Lowe's. Like Lowe's is going to give up as an example. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm saying it's possible. Lowe's is a guy that he'll give up five to 10 hits. And I know that's a wide range. Let's say we settle in on seven to eight hits and he'll walk, you know, two or three guys. And then all of a sudden, a team like Detroit has scored six runs out of nowhere. And so that's, that's the approach I'm going to take with them. So, of course, you know we'll get to Riley Green in there and others, but that that you know Ibanez, like this McKinstry. I think you stack. I think you stack the tigers the tigers today because that's how Jordan Lows is going to get beat. A hit here, a hit there, a walk, a home run, a double. Like that. That's what you're looking for, and that's so that that's why I'm going to attack him with the tigers.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
1: He continues to hit right-handed pitching well. He's 3,200. He's really cheap. You can use him as a one-off if you want to. Uh, really like Riley Green. Even in this bad offense, he's had a a good year. I wouldn't call it great. He's had a good year. So I don't mind those two. If you want to add like a third piece in there, I'm not going to talk you off of it uh, by any means. But a lot of interest in Kerry Carpenter for Detroit today. Uh, any interest in the Kansas City bats? Uh no, I,
2: I I'm just gonna fade them.
1: Gosh, they're so bad. Just looking at their numbers, like oh, they're bad, man. They're
2: <laughs>
1: they have a 76 WRC plus league average is 100. Um, second to last, which is Detroit, is at 84. They are eight points lower WRC plus than Detroit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean. Yeah, Bobby Witt, if I'm playing large field tournaments, Witt or Perez. Um, But Perez, I think, is banged up. Um, He left Sunday's game with, like, a hamstring. So he might not even – he probably – hamstring injury for a catcher, he's not likely going to be in the lineup. So,
2: And let me say, I was lucky enough to catch, like, the historic Bobby Witt game of his his career this year, like the three or four home run game. Like, I had it in my DFS lineup that day as a one-off. That was a a really good day for me. So – uh, outside of that, Stevie, like I, I haven't played a whole lot of Bobby Witt recently, and I'm going to continue to fade him yet again today.
1: I mean, he's the only bat that I'd play. He's, he's <laughs> Especially if Perez is out. Yeah.
2: Oh man.
1: <laughs> All right, New York, Yankees, LA Angels, eight and a half total. Angels are 130 favorite. We got Canning and Severino. The pitching slate is atrocious today. Oh, it's bad. I I know we have like a couple more games to go, but man, the pitching slate today is atrocious. Um, Any interest in Severino against the Angels? Oh, no,
2: no. Severino is so bad.
1: Yeah, he's been been struggling big time. Um, Any interest in Canning against the Yankees?
2: I think I roll Cannon out for the upside and, like, I get to Cannon at 20 entry max. Anything 20 and up, I think I get to Cannon. That's kind of my my thought process. I don't think I get to him in three, definitely not single entry. 20 and up, though, he's going in because he, he does have the upside and enough upside uh, to to break this slate. Like, we saw him over the past 30 days outside of that Dodgers start. His, his K stuff was really starting to pick up, so I don't mind rolling him out at 8200 I think I think the price is worth the risk on this league.
1: Yeah, I like Canning. Um, he's definitely on my list today from what we've seen so far. He does a great job generating ground balls. He has strikeout upside. This team has a lot of strikeouts in it. This lineup is not great this year, um, especially against right-handed pitching, so – I mean, when you don't have one of the best hitters in baseball in your lineup, both yep. sides really, Trout and um, Judge. So,
2: I, it's but just, just been bad. Like, yeah, assuming,
1: a assuming that like Aaron Judge doesn't randomly come back from the IL today. Um, I do have interest in Canning for sure. Yeah. Let's talk bats. Uh, any Yankees bats that you like here? Negative. I yeah, mean, I just don't see anything. I don't see anything. I like the Angels. I just don't know who I want to play. Um, I definitely want to play Otani. He's expensive, but he might be the best hitter on the slate today. I like Moniak if he is in the lineup hitting leadoff at 3,800. But, I mean, after you get past those two guys, it's just so – the lineup so bad. Um, Maybe Neto or Ward or Mustakis, but a lot of interest in Otani. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I I think there's enough Stevie because for me, when you've got a pitcher like Severino who's just he just doesn't have it right now. It, some, something's off, and I think it's just been the the laundry list of injuries, and he's just you know he's got to get get back rolling. And I don't think he gets back rolling this game. I think I'm just going to stack this team, even if I'm uncomfortable with some of the pieces. They're going in. But I think if you are going to stack this team, I think I make a rule. I don't I don't have any stacks without Moniac, Otani, and probably Renfro. So now I just have to cycle through one to two other guys. You know what I mean? But that I think that's how I approach the Angels today. Because if they're gonna be, if there's gonna be some extreme production, I feel like it's gonna come from that that trio of, of hitters.
1: I did not realize they called Trey Cabbage up. Um he's 2K. Big time value here. This guy has 23 home runs in AAA this season. Big power at bat. Um yep. 2K against Severino. Sign me up, Will. I'm I'm I in the dotted line. Yes. Let this guy play today. Um, I don't know where he who he would play for or what um how it pans out, but yeah, I want I want Trey Cabbage in the lineup today. I want to play him at 2k. Um and Derek in chat says Mustachus has been hot lately. Um so maybe we maybe it's maybe it's the moose. The only problem with like Mustakis like playing Otani at first base because I don't want to play three outfielders. But Mustakis at twenty five hundred, um, he has been hitting the ball well. So maybe Mustakis. Gosh, I could get to a full stack now. Mustakis, Otani, Cabbage, Boniak, and then just pick a fourth or a That's fifth. What I'm saying
2: you can cycle through these guys because you know if you if you if you say you want Otani and all your stacks in lineup HQ. They might put some of them at first and some of an outfield, and so you'll still be able to work it. I think because I'm not going to lock Mustakis in. But Steve, I, I like this deck. I like it.
1: Yeah, I'm playing around with it. I like I like what it gives you um, bats wise. Gives you a lot of upside because like the only 4K hitter that you're potentially playing is Otani, yeah. or over 4K. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, moving on. Minnesota at Seattle. Taking on the Mariners, seven and a half total in this game. Gilbert and Gray, Mariners are 130 favorite. Hey, we got a couple good pitchers here. Um, Any interest in Sonny Gray going up against Seattle? So, Stevie, this
2: is – gosh, this this is the tricky spot for me, I think, in terms of the whole slate. Sonny Gray is a professional pitcher. He does have some upside – and he should have upside against Seattle. I think I think he goes in the pool because I think Seattle strikes out at such a high clip overall. Um, he could possibly have an upside. It's just he seems to have just tailed off tremendously since the beginning of the season. I think I sprinkle him in uh, 150 max stuff because I know I know this is a team that he should essentially be able to pick up strikeouts and, uh, and have an upside game
1: yeah i mean really realistically his only concerning start recently for me is detroit face baltimore baltimore atlanta boston detroit toronto cleveland houston san francisco and la dodgers like he hasn't had a good matchup here outside of detroit and he really pitched bad in the detroit game um so he really i mean command has been his biggest thing It's the first game of the series, so we won't know who the umpire is. Um, if we do, it'd be later in the day. If he, excuse me, if he gets an extreme hitter's umpire, that's not what you want to see with a guy struggling with command. If he gets an extreme pitcher's umpire, um, could benefit from getting a little bit more on the outside or low or high, but um, I think he's okay today. Again, this is probably like a one-of-three play for me in a 3 inch max. Um, But looking at the pitching that we have on the slate, I think Sonny Gray is an option. Logan Gilbert on the other side of this game, I think he is very much in play as well. Minnesota, high strikeout offense. This is a guy that doesn't typically walk people. His strikeout rate's been down, but he's faced – he's had some tough matchups here recently. I like Logan Gilbert at 9,800 for sure.
2: Yeah, I, I'm with you on Gilbert. That's what I'm saying, Stevie. Both of these pitchers – outside of uh, Manny, like Gilbert and, and, and Gray probably have some of the better strikeout matchups on the slate. And so I think for that reason, you know, and Logan Gilbert is a guy that hasn't really struggled with control this season. Steve, he doesn't walk a lot of bats at all. And so, you know, he's facing a Minnesota team that's going to be free swinging. So he's not going to give them runs. They're going to have to earn them. And they strike out a ton. I'm with you on Gilbert
1: 9800. I'm in. Um, any interest in the bats? No, yeah, just nothing like nothing in this game jumps out to me as someone I want to play. Like, if you want to, if you want to game theory stack against Sonny Gray, if he's struggling with command, I get it. Um, I'd much more likely play the Seattle side than I would play the Minnesota side today,
2: yeah. But and I get that. Um, let, it's let's not just... saying much, yeah. <laughs> I get it,
1: <laughs> not saying much. All right, we finish it out with Boston at Oakland. Nick Pavetta going up against Paul Blackburn mm-hmm. today. Um, my boy Pavetta, 7,300, he struggles with home runs, that's his biggest thing. Good strikeout stuff, just pitched really well against Oakland in Fenway seven, eight, nine, ten days ago. I think Pavetta is playable today. Yes. This is a great ballpark upgrade for him.
2: Yeah, I'm with you, Stevie, And this is, this is what I'm talking about. Like, when I'm looking at pitching today, outside of, you know, the two pitches we just discussed in Lazardo, everybody I'm playing is going to be cheap. And I mean everybody. So Gore, uh, Manning, Canning, Pavetta. Um, and once again, I'll probably run one Quinn Priester novelty lineup just for the sake of it. I think um, Priester
1: is more in play now that we've gotten through the slate.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh so I, I like Pavetta. I, I think I think we I think we see a similar type performance from him. The strikeouts will be there. Can he keep the ball in the yard? I, I think the price on these guys or on him excuse me at 7,300, well worth the risk against Oakland and, and as you've already discussed in a tremendous ballpark upgrade for him. So I'm I'm in on Pavetta. I, I I happily take the 24.3 fantasy points from the last outing. If you told me he was going to pick up 24 24 flat, Stevie, I'd put him in every lineup right now.
1: Um, any interest in Blackburn? No, that's yeah, a pass for me. Uh, Red Sox bats on the road. Hate the ballpark, but they are on the road, so you're guaranteed nine. They get a good matchup here against Paul Blackburn. Um. I mean, Yoshida, Devers, Duvall, for sure, in play. Anything else um, jumping off to you here as far as the Red Sox bats?
2: Yeah, I think we kind of treat them the way we were talking about treating the Angels, Stevie, where if we play the Angels, we'd probably settle in on Otani, Moniak, and and probably um, Renfro for me. Probably it's kind of like the core pieces. And so I think that's what you do with Boston. Uh, I'd probably settle in on, you know – Yoshida, Devers, um, Verdugo and Duvall. Like, and then, but not that I'm gonna lock those four in, but those would be like my main pieces. And then we just kind of rotate, you know, sub to, add to, so forth and so on. But that, that's how I want to treat Boston today. Um, like you said, I don't like the ballpark, and we have seen like Oakland's ballpark does limit runs, you know, um, especially at the uh what would be what about six six forty today. When they kick off 940 Eastern. Um, but yeah, I I'm in on Boston. I just I like those core four of guys and I'll kind of rotate some pieces around them.
1: Uh Duran as well. Totally forgot to mention him. Yeah. Um, yep. I been I forgot to mention him. Oakland side of this game. Um uh, Roker got scratched Sunday. It uh, sounds like it was just an illness, so we'll have to see if he is going to be back here. Um, I don't think that Ruiz comes back for this series, but I did read that like he is potentially getting a little closer. Uh, anything here for Oakland that you want to play against Pavetta?
2: Um, I, I think if you do, you're just hunting for power because, like you talked about with the home runs, like he could he could very well give up a home run this game. But I don't, I don't think I have to. So I, I'm I'm going to fade open. Like their offense isn't exquisite at the moment by any stretch
1: yeah i think this is a spot i stay away from um they called up uh zach eloff over the weekend he is like okay power wise but he is another guy that can steal bases um so he's someone that's cheap at second base that i don't hate um Bladé is cheap in the outfield. Seth Brown, like Pavetta, gives up home runs. Maybe take a shot on Seth Brown. But overall, I mean, I don't love Oakland. Uh, it's probably a team that you don't necessarily need on today's slate. Yep,
2: that's how I feel. All
1: right, let's let's play the morning grind game, and then we're gonna get out of here. Under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Plenty of
2: options. I'm going to go with what I feel like is my, my high upside play today. Give me McKenzie Gore, 7,900.
1: I'm going to go Nick Pavetta against Oakland. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today?
2: Gosh, man, so easy. I think we've got two layups here, Stevie. Yeah. I'm going to take Rodriguez because Curry is like the extreme layup.
1: McClanahan. I'm going to take McClanahan. Um To get under 15 today. He can easily get there. Don't get me wrong. There's no chance I'm playing him today. Um, No. And if you play Curry on this slate, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Eat eat some Curry. Did you see Steph Curry's um, hole-in-one? That was epic. That was awesome. And he won the tournament, too. Jesus, man. Curry can play some golf. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who's going yard today?
2: Stevie, we got a lot of options, but... Uh, This is a guy that I really like today. Uh, I talked about the fact that I felt like he was one of the best plays on the slate. Um, I'm going real contrary here. Um, Lefty, lefty. Give me Corey Seager. I like him a ton today.
1: I like it. Um, I'm going to go a little off the board today. It feels a little off the board, but give me Gunnar Henderson uh, to hit a home run here today. Oh, yeah. Under 4K to get two hits, who's the cheap bat that you like today?
2: Uh, I like a lot of those, too, Stevie. And I, I didn't think I was going to settle here. But then again, I absolutely did. One of my favorite cheap plays in the state, they give me Joey is at 3,600, facing Smiley.
1: Yeah, going to that same game, I hope that Riley Adams catches today. Um, mm-hmm. This is a fantastic spot for him if he does yeah. catch. If he doesn't play... Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up on Derek's Mike Mustakas is hot and take Mustakas here against Severino.
2: I like it. I like it.
1: Stack to score six or more runs. Who do you got? Who? A ton of
2: options today, Stevie. Uh, we don't have the Braves on this slate. Give me. Here's my sneaky. I'm gonna stick my sneaky call. Give me the Miami Marlins.
1: All right. I'm going to go angels like the angels a lot today against Severino. Um, I hope that they could get to Severino early enough where you don't get the good end of that New York bullpen because it is the best bullpen in baseball. Um, So yeah, I hope that canning is pitching well and the angels put up like five or six in the first few innings. And then we don't have to face the good end of that bullpen. So I like (laughs) the angels today. Will any final thoughts before we get out of here? nah man this is I had a good
2: time on the show like uh, just glad to come on and uh, hopefully we help some people put a few dollars in their pockets
1: yeah man hopefully it all pans out um, I will be on when I'll be on grinders live today so if you want my final thoughts I know like I said this is like a true first look for me um if you want my final thoughts on the slate you could check out grinders live I'll be hanging out with um, Dean and chop. That's going to be an excellent show. We're going to have a lot of fun. That's a throwback Um, show. I know. They get the old school guys in there. So um, I haven't done a a show with Chop in a while. Um, So pumped to do. Me and Chop have been around for a long time. Not saying Dean hasn't. Dean's been around for a long time, too. But me and Chop have been around um, for a long time. But, yeah, if you want to get Chiefs' thoughts on the Pick'Em show, take your Pick'Em at 10.30, and then, like I said, I'll be on Grinders Live tomorrow. Hope everyone has a fantastic Monday. We'll be back tomorrow talking baseball. Good luck, everyone. See you then.